Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 406. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I want to talk about something I'm really passionate about, and it's not relationship content. I want to talk about doing what you're meant to do in life. I want to talk about passion. I want to talk about purpose. I want to talk about uh, hobbies, jobs, your startup, your music, your art, your your TikTok. I want to talk about the things that make your soul feel free and alive, the things that make you you and that you create from them and you share them with the world. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about anyone who feels that they have some kind of calling in life, not to necessarily change the world or create a billion dollar company or anything like that. I'm talking about anyone who has something that pulls at them, that they're passionate about, that they're interested in, that they're curious about, that they're drawn to. I'm talking about me having a passion for podcasting, writing, and music. I'm talking about a friend who has a passion for charcuterie boards, for the stock market, for photography, for comedy, for music, for painting, for surfing, for pumpkin patches or farmer's markets, whatever. (laughs) I'm talking about Anything that speaks to you in a way that your nine to five job really never can. I'm talking about that thing that is personal that you do and you create and you share with other people because you want to, because it excites you. That's what I want to talk about today. (laughs) Specifically, I want to talk about why we're hesitant in life to actually do those things. All those things that is rattled off. Why we're hesitant to share our creations, our passions with the world, our interests with the world. I want to talk about a mindset that I have that I think can be helpful to push all of us to step out and to allow ourselves to truly be seen. And 
this mindset is bigger than just me saying, yeah, go and do what makes you feel alive. Yeah, don't care what other people think. Don't, don't care. I want to talk about what it means to truly allow yourself to be seen in a practical way. And I'm excited to talk about this topic in particular because it's very personal to me, uh, me being someone who has really embraced this mindset, embraced passion and purpose in life, but also because I think it's a really practical take on this idea of stepping out, on trying something new, on being a beginner again, on being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So really excited for this. Real quick, before I get into it, I want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You've heard me talk about BetterHelp for the past couple of months. I'm really grateful that I partner with them and they partner with me because they offer really an immediate, quite literally an immediate resource that you can turn to when you need it. That is when you're in need of therapy. That is when you're in need of just talking to someone, talking to someone who is highly trained and qualified uh, in the field and can help you who can be there when you need just to talk, who can challenge you, who can help you lower your emotional walls and understand what is bothering you, what you need to consider, a question you could ask yourself. So I'd really encourage you to check out BetterHelp if you've maybe been on the fence about trying therapy for the first time or if you just want to try a new therapist in the form uh, of BetterHelp. They are great. They're fantastic. They offer an online platform where you're matched with the therapist within 48 hours and then you can engage with them via weekly calls video chat, phone, uh, and more. And there's no need to hang out in a waiting room, filling out paper or anything like that. You just get immediate access to your therapist uh, virtually. And again, that's someone who you're matched with based on what you need. It could be as simple as just wanting someone to talk to. That's how I work with my therapist. Or it can be in response to something very specific in your life. But either way, BetterHelp has specifically designed their platform and has therapists that can help with whatever it is you need. Or they can help you identify what it is that you need. So definitely visit BetterHelp.com forward slash new mindset. If you do, you'll get 10% off your first month of therapy. BetterHelp.com, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash new mindset and you get 10% off. So thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. As always, I love to hear about your experiences there. So keep sharing them with me. But for this episode, I'll just get to my main point here right away. And I'll tell you what I've learned from my experience. You can listen to episode 400 if you want the full story of me and the podcast and quitting my job and doing all those things. But the gist of it is I used to be like petrified. (laughs) That's the right word. I used to be petrified of creating something personal, sharing something personal, sharing what I'm passionate about, posting on social media, creating a podcast, doing music, the whole thing. I was petrified. Truly, I was the classic, what will people think about me? I felt like a fake, a fraud. I I was, you know, overthinking the whole, who am I to do this? I'm a nobody. I was, you know, a walking poster of (laughs) imposter syndrome. But Do you know what really helped me break free of that? Uh, Besides, of course, just doing and doing and doing and practicing and (laughs) being consistent. It was a mindset that said, I am not afraid to be seen. I am not afraid to be seen. I am not afraid to be seen. I am not afraid to be fully seen by others, whether they care or not, whether they love or hate what I have to say, whether they celebrate it or not, it doesn't matter. At the core of the mindset, it's, I am not afraid to be seen. That became my mindset. But what does it mean to be seen, right? I can think of a couple different things that that might mean. And if we're not specific with our mindsets, it can lead us back to the usual advice that, 
you know, some variety of, uh, you know, don't be afraid to do what you're passionate about. Who cares what other people think? Their opinion doesn't matter, right? That's kind of the usual advice. And that's the place we can return to if we're not specific with our mindsets here. So how can we do better than that? How can we do better than the usual advice that just says, yeah, don't care what other people think? Well, I'll, I'll say that uh, I agree with that right? Don't care what other people think, but I'm not living in a bubble where I don't think, you know, other people's opinion, they they don't matter. Of course they matter, especially if you're creating something that needs popularity, like music or art or books or anything like that. So the mindset here I'm describing is one that helps you keep focused on what really matters. And what really matters is this, it's grounding yourself and affirming that the act of trying is cool. (laughs) trying is cool and i know that is incredibly cheesy but it is cool and admirable to try honestly and anyone who clowns on someone else who tries they're a loser honestly (laughs) honestly i said it there i said it anyone who makes fun of judges shames someone who is trying they're a loser. (laughs) They really are. And I came up with this mindset from that place of truth, of recognition, of confidence. Anyone who makes fun of you for trying, really, they are a loser. I don't know any other way to say it. They are. How are you going to make fun of someone who is trying, who is trying something new, who is doing something personal, who's doing something compassionate? And for some reason, sitting in that place, recognizing this, realizing that they should be the ones who are judged, not you, it's really empowered me. Because it says anyone who does that, they are (laughs) insecure, a loser. They are the ones who have something wrong with them. So when that's the case and you realize that, what then is to stop you from stepping out and trying and being fully seen? Because it really, it gives you two options. You step out and you're fully seen and it's great and people dig it. You feel good about it. Or you step out and someone clowns on you. But that is firmly, now we know, it's firmly a reflection of them being a a loser. (laughs) And when that's the case, what's to stop you? What's to stop you? Well, frankly, nothing. Because let's say if my worst fear comes true and someone clowns me and says, Case, this is stupid. You're a podcaster. You're doing music. You're writing inspirational quotes on the internet. You know, forget about it, dude. That bounces right off me because instead of going to a place where I used to go, which was, ah, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm out of place. Maybe I'm not enough, whatever it may be. Instead of that, I go to a place of, oh, man, I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for that person because who does that? Who does that? And I'm sure you'd agree, language aside, the, the cliche aside, trying is cool. It is. As long as you're not hurting someone, as long as you're not being hurtful with the thing that you're doing or creating or saying, I can't picture a world where our just our morals and our ethics and our humanity doesn't support the notion that trying is cool. Stepping out is cool. Doing your thing is cool. Truly. If I see someone eating dinner alone, I think that's amazing. That's cool. If I see someone in downtown Chicago with a camera tripod out making TikToks in the middle of the street, that is cool. If I see someone creating a podcast for the first time, that is cool. If I see someone taking a million photos of their dog, that is cool. Anyone who says otherwise, anyone who judges that type of behavior, it's coming from their own place of insecurity. Truly, that is on them. And I feel sorry for them. I really do. And I found a lot of power in shifting my perspective, my judgment um, in life from me to them. 
I basically hold up a mirror. If someone is clowning on me, I hold up the mirror and I'm like, man, you do not look good in this situation, <laughs> truly. And it's just like reversing this, it's, it's flipping this. I allow myself to be fully seen and if it's thrown back in my face, fine, but that's on them, that's on them. And of course, I, I try to be very self-aware. I'm not dressing up in a clown suit and then being like, I feel sorry for anyone who laughs at me. I try to stay practical. I try to stay rooted in awareness. But truly, the greatest gift I've ever given to myself is to be proud of myself for trying and proud of anyone who tries, anyone who allows themselves to be seen fully. Because when you do that, when you hold nothing back, when you speak your truth, when you try whatever it is you want to try, when you remain curious, when you do that, you start to embrace the biggest truth that I've come to learn in life, which is how your life feels is so much more important than how your life looks, right? I've talked about this before. I know it's a cliche, but I repeat it all the time because it's the most powerful gift I've ever given myself. When you allow yourself to be fully seen, when you judge the people who judge you instead of yourself, you become rooted in this. You really do. And I'm telling you, if you want to feel, if you want to feel like butterflies and rainbows and warmth and confidence 24-7, let yourself be fully seen. Do that. Make that your priority. Am I willing to be fully seen in everything I do? Not just creatively in business, but on dates with friends, with people, with strangers, Allow yourself to be fully seen because when you do that, you naturally start to prioritize how your life feels instead of how it looks, instead of worrying how it looks. And eventually you'll be like, wow, I'm so glad I did this. I'm so glad I'm doing this. I'm prioritizing how my life feels. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave but now guilt-free 
They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at H-E-R-O dot C-O. And that's the mindset. And I I think it's really helpful because it's more helpful than some of the advice that I hear a lot that says, oh, you know, just focus on you, focus on the fact that you have something to offer, their opinion doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. I, I like that, of course, don't get me wrong, but it's easy to talk yourself out of that, right? But what I've found is much harder to talk yourself out of is the fact that trying is cool. (laughs) trying is cool. I love it when I see someone raise their hand and volunteer to do something. They have no idea what they're doing. I think it's amazing. I love when I see someone at the gym trying clearly for the first time a new exercise. Yes, yes, we need to no longer talk ourselves out of trying things for the first time. Being a beginner, we need to cast aside any fear that someone judges us. And I think the best way to do that is this mindset here, that anyone who judges you or clowns on you They are the ones who deserve to be judged. And I don't know if that resonates with you, but uh, it does with me in a big way because it's just a flip. It's a simple flip um, from something like, I don't know if I'm enough, I'm a poser, I'm an imposter, from that to anyone who judges me in a mean or spiteful way. Well, they're the ones who (laughs) deserve the judgment. Seriously, start with this. Just see what happens. Start with the reminder uh, and allow yourself to be fully seen fully seen to create and share and do whatever it is that pulls at you. I think life feels great when you hold nothing back, truly. When you decide to create from a place that is personal to you, especially in an era where that is very much rewarded. You know, I could do a whole episode on this, but we live in crazy times. I joke that I share my feelings for a living. That's my job title. I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a finance guy, I'm not I don't work in retail. I share my feelings for a living. There truly is a place for everyone in life. There is an audience for everyone. There is an interest in literally anything you can create or talk about that comes from a place of you know per- personal experience and personal passion. And of course, that is persistent and practiced and refined. And I really believe this. And it starts with this mindset. Allow yourself to be fully seen because anyone who judges that, anyone who judges someone who is trying... Well, (laughs) frankly, they deserve the judgment. Allow yourself to be fully seen because when you do, to my point, you end up naturally prioritizing how your life feels instead of how it looks. And I think that's the, the best gift we can give ourselves. And right now, for some more perspective, I want to bring in my friend and renowned <laughs> BetterHelp therapist, Heisu <laughs> Joe. She's back again. Hello, Heisu. Uh, welcome back. Hi, Case. Happy to be back. Thanks for having me. Of course. I feel like renowned's the right word, so <laughs> we're going with that today. Um, so all things considered, I'd love to get your perspective as a therapist with, um, you know, your experience and, you know, the breadth of the conversations you have. Why don't we start with, I'm just curious, um, in your experience, what kind of excuses do people lean on when it comes to not trying something new, not speaking up, not wanting to be a beginner? Are there any trends you see when it comes to, like, the excuses that we all as humans lean on? Yeah, I think um, oftentimes it's fear of something, fear of failure, feel, fear of like being rejected by someone else, fear of abandon that may come from, you know, being upfront and honest 
fear of confrontation or adversity. People don't want to stir the pot. They want to keep things where they are because it's comfortable. It's familiar. It's calm. Um, So, you know, a lot of people are just hesitant to try something new, especially being a beginner, because there's a discomfort that comes with that. Um, And people generally want to be more comfortable. Yeah, well, that's the truth. What So what do you think it is, though, about being human that we ignore the fact that the reality of life is like speaking up, I, I say it's guaranteed to get you what you deserve. Ultimately, it's either yes or a no, but a no means you're free to stop living in ambiguity. Why do we ignore that fact? Why do we ignore the fact that discomfort is the ultimate tool to getting to the thing that we want? I feel like that's a universal thing. We, we love to ignore that fact. Any Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it speaks to a lot of us just not really paying attention to our own lives, not really tracking, you know, intentions that we had previously set and how that resulted in an outcome that we did want or didn't want. Um, and, you know, the, the human mind, I think, is hardwired to remember pain and discomfort because in the future, your body and all systems in place are trying to protect you from that kind of pain happening again. So, you know, painful memories, discomfort, those are very salient because something inside of us wants to prevent those things from happening. Um, Happy stuff, good stuff, positive outcomes, easy to forget because it's not something we have to protect ourselves from. So, you know, really clear example of this is if you put your hand on the stove and you burn your hand, um, you're probably going to develop some kind of fear of being in the kitchen or being near the stove or cooking even, um, because that's, that's going to be so memorable. And it's really your attempt to protect yourself from future injury of some kind. Oh, that's, that's super interesting. Okay. So, so if we recognize that, if we recognize that, you know, as humans, we're, we're better at remembering the bad things, we're better at recognizing the fear as opposed to you know, the upside or the the thing that we can gain. If that's the case, is there any mindsets you could recommend when it comes to how can we focus on what we can gain from trying something new, being a beginner, speaking up, being true to ourselves, being fully seen? Any recommendations on how we can address that fact that we just said that, you know, we're wired as humans, biologically, evolution, you know, to do that, anything we could do to kind of take back our power and say, yes, I understand that, but I would rather focus on this? Is it just willpower? Is there anything we could do to try to train ourselves to to see the tremendous upside that is leaning into this? Sure. I think, uh, you know, like sometimes we're hesitant to try new things because of fear of all those things we listed being judged or criticized or failing even. But guess what? You're going to get judged and criticized by other people no matter what, whether you want to try it or not, whether you do try it or not, that that external feelings from other people is always going to be there. So if you allow your life to be dictated by other people or what you think other people are, you know, deciding for you, that doesn't leave much of you at the end of the day. So, you know, whether you fear something or not, it's, I think there's a question that we can practice asking ourselves to get in a different mindset. Why not live authentically and do what feels right for you? You know, generally, we want to have our outward behavior align with the way that we're feeling inside and what makes sense for us internally. Yeah, I, well, I love that. Certainly, that's a that's a page from my own playbook. Like every the kind of the way that I see, you know, self development and mindfulness is coming back to ourselves, 
drowning out the noise, drowning out the distraction, drowning out the overthinking that comes from things we likely can't control other people and things we shouldn't try to control other people. So, you know, I, I think it's a, a very helpful thing to approach, you know, trying something, speaking up as, you know, the, the goal isn't necessarily the outcome. It's the, the goal is to do that thing. And the more you do that thing, you can move towards an outcome, but it's, you know, resetting the goalpost for yourself to your point, resetting the why to be, you know, to be proud of the effort. The effort is the goal. Doing the thing is the goal. And then from there, you realize one, how easy it is. And two, <laughs> how little people really do care. Um, but I always try to come back to that, like resetting our, our why, resetting the, the goal we have in mind. And then, of course, being more patient with ourselves. I think that's the biggest things we just were, we rush, we rush, we rush, we want an outcome. And of course, outcomes are tied to other people. And then we just devolve into this overthinking. Any recommendations on how this is a broad question, but how we could be more patient with ourselves? Yeah. Um, you know, being patient, being more kind to ourselves. I think it definitely starts someplace around talking to ourselves in a kind way. You know, people hear this phrase self-talk. There's negative self-talk and positive self-talk. It's just the way that our internal conscious voice is talking to ourselves. And so one tip I do have is to start replacing every instance you find yourself apologizing to other people for taking up space or being yourself with thank you. So rather than sorry, it's a thank you. So examples of this is, sorry, I'm such a mess today. Instead of saying that, you can say, thank you for being patient with me. Or, you know, sorry, I was late. That can be, thank you for waiting for me. So it gets your mind in a space of not being apologetic for just being you and taking up somebody's, you know, energy and time. It's acknowledging that this other person is also doing something for you and you're in this like symbiotic relationship and you're thanking them for that. You know, I mentioned we're very good at remembering pain and discomfort and negative emotions. Not so good at recalling good stuff. So journaling, tracking, or using some kind of agenda so that you can look back and reflect on your life. Um, something so that you can actually visually see and reflect on how various decisions ultimately did make you feel at that time. This can be really powerful, right? Like logging goals and then logging that you met them, remembering the feeling of achievement. These lookbacks and reflection can help us practice shifting focus to Ourself, something that you just said, you know, looking more inward to the way that we navigate in this world versus seeking external validation. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much, especially the point about uh, thank yous instead of sorry's. I did a, a post a while back on Instagram that said, instead of say, saying, sorry, I, I ate all the nachos, you say, thank you for ordering the nachos. <laughs> so uh, it's the same thing, right? But anyway, thank you so much, Heisu, for, for joining that perspective is really, really helpful. Um, and I think as always, it underscores the importance of challenging our underlying fears, challenging the why behind what it is we want to do, challenging our assumption that judgment of us means there's something wrong with us, when in reality, to the whole point of this, it's not a reflection of us, it's a reflection of them. So I'll end it right there. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be super grateful if you could take 30 seconds and rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening. And special thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. Be sure to check out betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset for 10% off your first month of online therapy. But that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And until next episode. I'm out.
entire life you've been told to save. But has anyone helped you figure out how to spend? With Fidelity Income Planning, get help creating a personalized plan for cash flow, even when you're not working. One that includes your 401k and all your other accounts. Make informed decisions that best fit your life ahead, whether one-on-one or through our planning tools. Learn more at fidelity.com slash income planning. Advisory services provided by Fidelity Personal and Workplace Advisors, LLC for a fee. Brokerage services by Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Te presentamos a la familia López. Fashion es su pasión. Vas a ver que estos flare jeans los va a tener todo el mundo. Y cuando se enteraron de que Walmart ahora tiene un probador virtual para su centro de visión. Fashion show virtual. Aquí viene Silvia con monturas preciosas de DKNY. Le sigue José en lentes de Nike y Sandra con lentes de Vivi que le quedan bellos. Con mis flare jeans. Pruébate todos los looks con el probador virtual de Walmart. Sube tu prescripción y compra tus lentes online para que te lleguen directo a casa. Bienvenido a un cuidado de visión más fácil. Bienvenido a tu Walmart. Se si aplican restricciones. Visita walmart.com para más detalles.